We're kicking off a brand new series today called The Right Stuff. Why some people succeed and why others don't. I was recently driving to an appointment at a coffee shop that I had never been to before. And as I was driving in the car, I, I got my maps app out and I put the, the, the directions in and, and I, I, I gave myself just a little margin. I didn't have a lot of margin. I had about three, four, five minutes that I knew to make it on time for the appointment. And so not, not, not a lot of margin for error. And so I got my plan with the Maps app. I'm driving. I'm feeling good. And I, I, I pull up at the location and I look and it's not the place. I'm at the wrong place. I am lost. And so I refresh the Maps app, check the address. It's still showing at this location. So I shut down the Maps app. I open up the Google app, Map app on Google, and then I put the address in, and then it showed me right around the corner was my location. So I, I drive right around the corner, and there's the location because it looked like the old coffee shop was, it, it had moved locations. And, and so I got to the appointment and, and made it on Time. Have you ever been there before where you got in your car and you just knew, I, I know where I'm going and you drive with confidence and you show up at your destination and you look up and you're in the wrong place. Anybody done it before? There's nothing like it. And I want to give you three observations about getting lost. Three observations about getting lost. We don't get lost on purpose. Nobody gets in their car and go, I'm going to drive today and get lost. We, we don't get lost on purpose. A second observation about getting lost is we don't know when we're getting lost. You get in your car, you're driving with confidence. People in life lead their life with confidence. And people don't even know when they're getting lost. In life, in, in life, by the time people realize they're lost, they've been lost a long time. Have you noticed that? When people get lost, matter of fact, there are some people that you know right now that they're lost, but they don't know that they're lost. And you look at them and you go, you're lost and you don't even know it, but they're living life with confidence. And you know what happens? We've all been there before where we've been lost in an area of our life and we've been lost a long time and you've been there before, I know I have, and all of a sudden one day you wake up and you think to yourself, how in the world did I end up here? I'm lost. And most everybody wants to end up in a successful place in life. I believe the vast majority of people want to live a successful life. And if most people want to be successful, why do so many people end up lost in life? Do successful people just have all the lucky breaks? Is it just by accident some people are successful and others are not? Is there something we can do to be more successful or are we just stuck right where we are? I'm glad you're in church today because I've got good news for you today. I got really good news for you today. Success is within your reach. 
No matter how lost you might be in life, no matter how lost you might be in areas of your life, you can experience success. You don't have to stay lost. Listen to me, church. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are today and change the ending. You just need to know and to apply the right stuff. Unsuccessful people don't have the right plan. They don't have the right people. They, they don't have the right place. They don't have the right priorities. They don't have the right perspective. But if you have the right stuff, you will achieve success. And for the next three weeks, that's what I want to talk to you about the next three weeks. How to have the right stuff to experience the success that God desires for your life. And today, I want to talk to you about having the right plan. The right plan plan. Psalms chapter 20, Psalm chapter 20 verse 4 says, may he, referring to God, may God grant your desire, your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. Here's an issue with a lot of people. They're trying to make their own plans succeed. God can make our plans succeed, but we have to have the right plan. And the right plan is always in alignment with God's word, the Bible. So, so right now, if you are working a plan that is not in alignment with God's word, it won't lead you to long-term success. It's a bad plan that will cause you to end up lost in life. Proverb, Proverbs chapter 21 verse five says this, good planning. Come on, everybody shout good. good. That's a key word, good planning. You know what that lets me know? There are bad, there's bad planning. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, lead to success. But hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. It takes good planning to bring success. There are a lot of plans, but not every plan is a good plan that will lead to biblical success. And what I want to do for the next few moments is I want to share with you three components of every good plan. Three components of a good plan. Number one is this, number one is this. The right plan involves getting on the right path. The right plan involves getting on the right path. The wrong path will take you away from the good plan that God has for your life. Listen, people's church, the plan is on the path. The plan, God's plan, the plan is on the path. And people keep saying, God, oh God, show me the plan for my life. Oh God, show me the plan. But the problem is they're on the wrong path. And the plan is on the path. The next step that you're looking for, the direction you're looking for, the open door, the, the friendship, the, the connection, the spiritual growth, the, the closer walk with God that you desire, the financial provision, the, the marriage being mended, the marriage going to the next level, the, the relationship breakthrough that you're after, it's on the path. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. This is the theme verse that I want to teach from today. It says, there is a path. There is a path. 
path before each person. There's a path. That matter of fact, there are multiple paths. Not every path is the right path. There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. If you are on the wrong path, you don't have the right plan. The, the wrong plan, the wrong path is so deceptive because when people are on the wrong path, oftentimes they don't know it. People don't get lost on purpose. People are on the wrong plan and they're lost and they don't even know it. There is a plan that seems right. And you look around and you're thinking, it's got to be right. Everybody's doing it that way. Everybody's doing it. I mean, everybody is hanging out with those kinds of people. It's, it's got to be a good plan. I mean, my, don't call my decision dumb. Look at all the people making that same decision. I'm in the majority. It, it can't be a dumb decision. Listen, listen, listen. Nobody is living by the Bible today. Don't you realize, Pastor, that book is outdated? It's old school? Pastor, you got to get up in the 21st century. Don't you know what culture is doing? You got to get the latest trend and the latest fad. This Bible, Pastor, is outdated. I know a lot of people, Pastor, that are not living by the Bible. Listen, Pastor, me and you need to talk after church. Because, Pastor, let me tell you, you talk to me, I have a good heart. I'm a good person. I have good intentions. And I'm not arguing that. I, I really believe this. I really believe you all are wonderful people. That's why I love being your pastor. But how many of you have seen wonderful people that are still lost in life? You're like, you're wonderful and you got a good heart, but you're lost. In life because you can have good intentions and be a good person and still on the wrong path and let me teach you this your path will trump your good intentions your path will trump your good intentions the path you're on will override your good intentions I have a sister who lives in Rochester New York and let's pretend that I was going to go visit her. I'm going to go visit her in the wintertime. Let's pretend, because I'm not, because it's cold up there right now. Come on, somebody. So I'm, I go to Rochester, not in January. But let's just pretend like I'm going to go visit my sister in Rochester, New York, in, in January, and talk to my wife and my four children, and we, 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 we pack our bags, and we're excited we get our heavy winter coats and our gloves and our scarves and our hats and we're getting ready for the cold weather and we load the car down with our suitcases we get snacks for the drive we even map out and plan out hotels we're going to stay in for that long drive to rochester new york and we get in our vehicle and as we start up the vehicle, we pray, oh, God, give us traveling mercies in Jesus' name. And then we get in our car and we get on I-40 and we go west. 
and we're talking and we're having a good time. We're singing. We're enjoying one another's company. Oh, but how many of you know, no matter how good our intentions are, if we get on I-40 and go west, we're not going to end up in New York. It don't matter how good our intentions are. It don't matter our hopes and prayers. If you get on the wrong path, it will trump your good intentions. And we understand this when it comes to directions. We understand this when it comes to driving. But oftentimes there's a disconnect when it comes to life. You see, this principle applies to every area of our lives. In every area of our life, we're on a path. You're on a path right now. And that path has a predetermined destination. I'll say it to you like this. Everything is headed in a direction. And the outcome is predictable. And we understand this with driving. If you get on I-40 and you go west, it's pretty predictable where you're going to end up. I know I can kind of just predict you're going to end up somewhere west. I can rule out everything east if you get on I-4 to go west. But, 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 but in life, people don't realize this. People think they're going to beat the odds. People think in their life, in decisions they're making, that they can get on I-40 and go west and end up in Rochester, New York. No, 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 no. You're not going to beat the odds. You're not going to beat the odds. Everything is headed on a path. And the outcome is predictable. Right now, you're on a marriage path. You're on a dating path. You're on a financial path. You're on a professional path. You're on an education path. You're on a health path. You're on a spiritual path and no matter how good your intentions are, no matter how good of a person you are, no matter how much you hope and pray, your path will determine your destination. And if you choose the wrong path and you have great intentions, your path will trump your good intentions Every time, the path. What path are you taking right now? Just look at your neighbor as we do at People's Church and just tell them, I don't need this sermon today, but I know it's for you. Go ahead and tell them, I'm good. All my paths are great. This is for you, though. Glad you're here. Glad you're here. The second component of every good plan. The second component of every good plan. Number two, the right plan includes having the right priorities. The right plan includes having the right priorities. Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 12 says, there is a path before each person that seems right, but it is in death. There is a path that seems right. Let me say it in this way. There is a path that feels right. It feels right. It seems right. It feels right. And, and people convince themselves that their path and their priorities must be right 
because it feels right. Well, what I'm doing feels good to me. It feels okay, so it's, it's got to be okay. And some of you are not experiencing the success you want to experience in different areas of your life because your current priorities feel right, but they're not right. And I'm going to share with you a principle that has changed my life. Here's the principle, because it can, it can change your life today. The principle is this. Your priorities are what you do, not what you feel. Your priorities are what you do, not what you feel. Your feelings will lie to you. Your feelings will tell you that you have the right priorities. Listen, how you feel should not be the indicator of your priorities. What you do should be the indicator of your priorities. Let me give you an example so that you can sink your teeth into this and be able to apply it to your life. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33 says, but seek first his kingdom, God's kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. And, and, and a lot of people make this verse about how they feel. Well, well I feel God is, is first in my life. I feel like he is. So therefore, it must be accurate. I, I feel close to God. And since I feel close to God, I, I must be seeking God first. I feel like God is my priority and I actually say he's my top priority. So therefore, it must be true. But people's church, this verse isn't about how we feel. It's not about feelings. It's about our actions. It's about our daily habits and disciplines. It's about our daily habits, not our daily feelings. Successful people look at what they do and not just how they feel. Because you can feel spiritual and close to God. But if you don't read your Bible, you don't pray, you don't attend church faithfully, you don't give, you don't serve others, your feelings are misleading you because God being a top priority isn't a feeling, it's about your actions, it's about your habits, it's about your daily disciplines. You, you can actually feel like your family is a top priority and you can even say, my family is my top priority. Let me talk to your spouse. Because you can feel like your family is your top priority. But if you don't spend time with your family and quality time with them and investing in the relationships, your feelings are misguiding you. You can feel like a good employee. You can feel like a good employer. You can feel like, boy, I'm a team player on my, at my workplace. Well, let me talk to your coworkers because they are thinking, no, you're not. But you don't ever ask their opinions. You just go by your feelings. And if you're not careful, your feelings will tell you one thing. But your actions and your behaviors are causing others to think differently. You can feel like you're going to make an A on the test. But you didn't study and you got a D. Your feelings misled you. You can feel like you're going to graduate from college in 2019 and you could even articulate it and espouse it and express it with your mouth today and say, I'm going to graduate in 2019 from college. 
No, you're not. You're not taking no classes. Your feelings will lie to you. Successful people are not just living by feelings. They are living with the right priorities and habits, living by feelings instead of by the right, instead of by the right priorities will cause you to get lost in life because you feel there is a way, there is a path that seems right. It feels right. Everybody, everybody is doing it. But in the end, wow, it leads to death. Let me give you a third component of a good plan. Third component of a good plan. Number three is the right plan involves having the right perspective. The right plan involves having the right perspective. And at the beginning of this new year, some of you need to shift your perspective to experience the success that God has for your life. Here's the shift that you have to make. You have to change your path and your priorities to experience the success that God has for your life. Let me say it to you this way. You can't keep doing what you've always done and get different results. And that's really big for people because people oftentimes don't want to shift. They don't want to change. And here's what happens with unsuccessful people. They, they hear a message like this and they go, mm. that's what spiritual people do. Mm. Mm. This is good. Ooh. Mm. This is good stuff right here. Mm, mm, mm. But I'm not doing nothing different. I mean, I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing. See, unsuccessful people believe they can keep doing what they've been doing and somehow they will get different results. They believe they can just keep going, ah, 40 West. I'm a good person. I got good intentions. I'm going to end up in New York. I just know I am. Your path and priorities will trump your good intentions and feelings. Question for you people, search question. I want you to think about it. It's personal. What do you need to change about your path and your priorities so you can end up where you want to be in life? What do you need to change about your path, the path that you're on, and the priorities, your daily habits and disciplines so that you can end up where God wants you to end up. I want to close by giving you a list of examples of how people have good intentions and feelings, but the path and priorities they have chosen won't lead them to the right destination that they desire. Here are some examples. I want to marry a great Christian man that has his act together. Therefore, I will go out with whoever asked me as long as he's fine. You need a different plan. 
I want my family to be closer than ever in 2019. I want to have a great relationship with my family in 2019. So I will be a workaholic and never come home. That set of priorities won't lead to the outcome that you desire. You'll have to change your perspective. Here's another one. I, I want my kids and grandkids to come to me for advice and to respect me. I want my children and my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, I want to be a pillar of strength and integrity for my family. So I'm going to fool around on my spouse. That, that path won't take you there. I, I want to grow old and be there for my family. So I will neglect my health. That path won't take you there. I want to lose weight in 2019, so supersize that. You might need a different plan. I want to one day be financially secure, so I have a plan in 2019. I'm going to get into more and more debt and not put God first by tithing. That, 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 that plan. It, it, it won't lead you there. Every year in January, because we want to help your life, it's, biblically, it's biblical to help you in the very practical areas of your life. And every January, we offer a free financial class. The only thing that disappoints me is that we don't have thousands of people at it. <laughs> because this is one of the areas that so many Christians struggle with. Is getting on a budget, reducing debt, so there could be financial margin and financial peace. And we want to offer the class to you in January. It's in your bulletin at all of our locations. Would you get to that class? Would you let our experts help you? And I really do say experts because one of the couples that teaches this class, they're, they're, all, they're all a part of our church. They're not multimillionaires, but they're debt-free. Their home is all paid off, their car, they're totally debt free with margin to do what God's called them to do because how they live their life by the biblical precedents and principles in the scriptures. We wanna help you, I, I wanna encourage you to get to that class, it's a three week class. Information's in your bulletin, it's located at all of our lo locations, the time is in your bulletin. Here's, here's another one, here's another one. When I get married, I want to have an intimate and incredible sex life. So I will practice with everyone I date. Go talk to someone in their 50s and they'll tell you that's a bad plan. I, I want to be known as a great employer, a great employee that, that people can count on. So I'm going to lie and make unethical decisions. That path won't take you there. I want to be close to God in 2019. I want to be spiritually strong and, and grow in my faith in 2019. So I will come to church once a month, maybe. I never read my Bible, never pray, never serve in a ministry, never attend a small group. But oh boy, I'm going to be closer to God. That path won't take you there. People's church, I want you to hear me right now. Hear your pastor's heart. 2019 can be the best year of your life 
if it's your best year spiritually. I'm not trying to oversimplify it. It's just true. If you'll seek first the kingdom of God, everything you else you're trying to bump ahead of God, he'll take care of it. 2019 can be your best year ever if it's your best year spiritually. So right now at the beginning of this year, just make a goal. I'm going to be in church 50 Sundays out of this year. I'm going to be in church 48 Sundays out of this year. I'm going to be at, church at least 45 Sundays. You got to be intentional because life's busy. And you'll wake up lost in areas of your life if God's not first. See, Pastor, you're just trying to, I just know you're just trying to grow the church. You just want me here so I can, I'm not taking roll call. This is for you. I'm, I want to help you. And it'll be the best of your life if it's the best of your spiritually. And I'm always surprised when I, I talk to people in the hallway and I, I love our church family and they start, you know, I'll meet somebody and they say, oh, pastor, you know, God spoke to me today. Mm, that was for me. I'm going to change. Pastor, I just woke up this morning. I was like, you know, I was laying in bed and I was like, you know, I just, you know, I, I decided I better, I just better come to church today. Like that wasn't on your schedule already? You just are living by your feelings and if you feel like it, it's not a habit and a discipline. <sighs> Can I encourage you to go to growth track? Go to attend growth track. Next Sunday, there'll be growth track. In the 1030 service and the noon service. You can worship in the 10 o'clock, 1030 service, and then go to growth track in the noon. Or go to growth track in the 1030 service, and then worship in the 12 o'clock service. But I'm saying this, if you don't do something different, you're not getting different results. If you're new to People's Church, Growth Track is a class that will help. It's a four-week class that'll help you grow spiritually, help you grow closer to God. It'll help you discover your gifts. And we give a gift assessment test in there so you can know your spiritual gifts and so how God's wired you, so, how, so God can use you for his honor and for his glory to make a difference. Some of you have been attending People's Church for quite some time and you've been hearing about it and hearing about Growth Track and you keep saying, no, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, oh, oh, we want to help you. We want to help you take next steps spiritually. But if you keep doing what you've always done, if you keep going on I-40 and going west and you keep convincing yourself that you got good intentions and you're a good person and, and you're a nice person and, and it feels right to you, if you keep believing you're going to end up in New York, you're not. And today is your day. Listen, there is no condemnation. I have messed up. You have messed up. We've all made unwise decisions sometime in our life. And you cannot go back and change the beginning. Oh, but there's good news. You can start where you are today with a new plan and change the ending. I wanna give somebody hope today. If you've been on I-40 going west, I've got good news, even if you're already all the way in Arizona. You can exit off today. You can exit off. It's not too late. There's breath in your body. Exit off. Turn around. The Bible calls it repent. Turn around and change. And get on I-40 going east.
and you will end up in a new destination. If you, if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll keep getting what you've always got. But today, the right plan, choosing the right path and the right priorities and the right perspective that I'm changing and I'm going to experience the success that God has for my life.